Look in the mirror, it appears no friend to me It's not working now, maybe it's the chemistry It's time to break up so I can make a better me Better believe in your mind, cause it's everything You can mold, shape, find almost anything All it takes is some time and some clarity to find your identity It's mind over everything Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of Let Me Speak. This is a special bonus episode for all you followers out there. We've got six incredible teams who are here to assemble, in their minds, the greatest roster of Boston athletes of all time. I, of course, am your host, Joe Braverman, and over the next few minutes, you're going to see these six teams of general managers trying to assemble the best team of Boston athletes that they can. Now, before we get into the rules and start making picks, let's introduce some of the teams in the order in which they will be drafting. Up first is a familiar face on the podcast who has got a special assistant with him. They compose Team Sullivan, Julianne and Patrick Sullivan. Guys, welcome to the draft. Happy to be here with the number one pick, and uh, she is the leader. I'm the assistant. <laughs> well, I was going to ask, because you guys have that number one overall pick, how much strategy and discussion was uh, between you two? Was it an easy decision, tough decision, or are you still thinking about who that number one pick will be? Well, we were thinking about trading it for a better position, but the commissioner <laughs> didn't allow that, but we're here. We'll make our pick. There's certain rules that I can't oblige to. Sorry about that, Pat. Uh, picking number two will be the host of the Marvel-less Miss Maisie podcast, another familiar face, and the viral sensation from Game 7 between the Celtics and the Bucks, Tim Bridge, will make uh, pick you. number two. Thank you. Yes, I am a viral sensation. Nice to meet everybody. Uh, now, Tim, last time you were on the podcast when we were making mm -hmm. NFL picks, you had said you hadn't followed football in a long time. You're heavy yes. into basketball. Yes. How, mu how much have you gotten back into baseball and hockey to try and prep for this draft? Well, I think we'll, we'll see uh, a lot, me pulling a lot from my own past. Uh, I, I, even though I don't currently watch certain sports, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to compile what I would believe to be the best team here. And knowing that I'm going second, yeah, I'm going to. Because I think the Sullivans are going to blow the first pick. I think they're going to blow it. They're not going to. <laughs> oh, and the trash talking has yeah. already begun between the two. Pat, I'll give Bring you a it chance. On! <laughs> Pat, I'll give you a chance to respond if you'd like. Well, let the pick do the talking. <laughs> let the pick do the talking. Okay. Pick number three goes to a frequent visitor of this podcast, a fellow Westfield State graduate, Ben May, with pick number three. Ben, welcome to the draft. Thanks for having me, Joe. So, Ben, uh, you have been heavily invested. I know you and I have been going back and forth on the Celtics. Uh, are you a sort of season sort of watcher? Do you pay attention to one sport when they're in season versus anyone else? Or is everything kind of equal it out? It, more, now more than ever, I've been more of a season watcher of the Celtics, which this was a weird season to begin being a season watcher because they, it was bad and now it's much better. And now I am stressed 
at any given moment uh, based off of COVID <laughs> protocols or injuries. So that's where I'm at. But it is a great break from uh, the from Patriots land because I get to watch fellow Boston GMs uh, take uh, undervalued talents at overvalued prices. And I just don't want to think about that, you know? Although maybe I'll use this motivation and like take uh, take some sort of dude from the 60s that played in the, for the Bruins for two years as a uh, my third pick. But, you know, can't, can't show my hand, guys. Come on. Of course not. Of course not. Not when the draft process gets underway. Uh, our fourth pick will be made by only our second team out there. They are comprised of my sister, Caroline Braverman, and Emmy Provost. Karen, Emmy, welcome to the draft. How are you guys feeling? Hey, I'm very excited. <laughs> now, you guys are one of only two teams in this draft. Do you think that gives you an advantage, the fact that you were able to collaborate and come up with picks on your own? Yes. Yes, we've been working hard on our list over here, so... Do you, think you, do you think you have the advantage over the other team, Team Sullivan? A hundred percent. Oh, I, I can only imagine. I, I can only imagine the discussions during the draft between you two teams. Uh, <laughs> pick number five will be made by someone very special to me. The very first broadcast partner that I had back at Algonquin Regional High School and lifelong fan of the Boston Bruins. He is Team Fist Bumps General Manager, Nick Cavana. Nick, welcome to the draft. Thanks for taking the time. Hey, thanks Thanks for the invite, Joe. It's been a while since I've been on, on this side of the camera, but uh, it's good to be back. Now, your uh, half-brother is the Fist Bump kid, and of course, everyone knows about uh, your, uh, your half-brother, Liam Fitzgerald. Do you think that sort of gives you an advantage, the fact that uh, Liam has been so heavily invested in the Bruins since he went viral? Yeah, it might give me a little bias towards the Bruins, uh, lean towards those players a little more. doesn't mean I'm going to pick all Bruins players. I, you know, I've been studying and doing some research on some other guys. Uh, right, right now, he's in, he's in mourning, though, still mourning the, the loss <laughs> in games. But uh, he, he switches over quickly, so he's full Celtics uh, for the uh, win at this point. But, well, that's good. And also, the requirements don't have you picking all Bruins, so you're, you're off the train on that one. And then last but certainly not least is the person making the final pick of the draft. Another frequent podcast visitor, Hannah Moran, has picked number six. Hannah, thanks for taking the time and coming to the draft. Oh, thank you for having me. Now, uh, before we get into the rules, uh, we did say that it is a snake format. So you will have back-to-back picks, meaning you'll have the last pick of one round and then the next pick of the second round. How do you feel about your chances having back-to-back picks? Well, I mean, honestly, I'm just flattered. My, um, my only appearance on the podcast must have just really impressed my incredibly in-depth football knowledge. Um, so now I'm just ready to put that knowledge to good use. I think that having back-to-back picks can only work in my favor. And uh, yeah, I'm ready to get things started. All right. Well, let's get right into it. Before we get into that first pick, let's just go over the rules once again. Of course, everyone was informed of here, but the ideal object is to compose a roster of the best Boston athletes ever to play in the city. Each team will be making 10 selections of their roster, and your roster must have at least two players from each of the four major teams. That means two Red Sox players, two Bruins, two Celtics, and two Patriots. The other two uh, open positions on your roster can be whoever you want. If you'd like an extra Red Sox or an extra Bruin, you are more than welcome to do that. 
Uh, you may draft them in whatever order you like. So if you'd like to pick a Patriot and fill out your Patriots, you can. Um, you will have 30 seconds each. I have a little timer. Uh, I will count you down from 10 uh, when your time is running out, but you will have 30 seconds for each pick. There are no trades between teams and general managers, and the order is in a snake format, which means we will go top to bottom and then bottom to top. So as I said, Hannah will have the last pick of the first round and the second pick of the next round, so on and so forth. So if we are all set, I say it is draft time. The Sullivans are on the clock. Team Sullivans, let me just get out my timer real quick, and you will have 30 seconds for the number one overall pick. Julie and Pat, you are on the clock. Pick number one. Just first of all, Joey, can you hear us? Yes, we can hear you. All right, perfect. The Sullivans with the overall number one draft pick are selecting Thomas, Edward, Patrick, Brady, Jr. Tom, Tom Brady represents the New England Patriots, six-time Super Bowl champion with the Pats, an extra one with the Bucks. Do you guys want to discuss why you picked Tom Brady number one, why uh, he was your pick? Self-explanatory. He's the GOAT, the greatest of all time. A no-brainer, Joe. You know, we could have had the first pick. I mean, I'm surprised we didn't feel draft, you know, trades for this. But nonetheless, it was an easy choice, and um, I'll have to give the credit to Julie. All right. Credit to Julianne Sullivan for that pick for Team Sullivan. So now we go to Tim Bridge. Tim, you have pick number two of the draft. Yes. Who will you select? Uh, I am, I have a very specific strategy when going through deciding who to pick and it is the goat strategy, uh, where, uh, where goat stands for different things, which I will reveal throughout the draft. We're going to start with G, which stands for greatness. Uh, you know, you got to go for the greatest. I think the Sullivan's made the correct pick. You know, that is the one that is one of the Boston goats. I'm going to go with the other Boston goat, uh, uh, Teddy ball game, Ted Williams of the Boston Red Sox. Ted Williams with my first pick. Got it down in time. Ted Williams, just a couple of notes for those who didn't know. Ted is a 19-time All-Star, a two-time AL MVP, and was the very last person in MLB history to hit for a 400 batting average. So very interesting strategy, Tim, but I do like it. Ted Williams as number two. Now we move over to Ben with pick number three. Ben May, what are you thinking at the third slot? There's a lot of different avenues I could go. I could go with my brain. I could go with my heart. There's a, there's a, there's, I'm nervous, but I'm ready to go with my heart. With the third overall pick, the Benjamin Mays select Julian Edelman, wide receiver, New England Patriots, Julian MVP. Julian Edelman, three-time Super Bowl champ and second in postseason history in the NFL behind Jerry Rice in receiving yards and receptions. Uh, so we got two Patriots off the board, off the board. And as you said, the Super Bowl MVP. Uh, now let's get into Care and Emmy. You guys have picked number four and your time starts now. You're very excited to announce that the number four draft pick is... Big Poppy, David Ortiz. David Ortiz. <laughs> Sorry, <Emma. laughs> the three-time World Series champion, 10-time All-Star, and the World Series MVP. How'd you guys decide on Big Poppy? Was that just, did you expect him to fall to your laps at number four? 
No, no. we were expecting him to be taken away from us, but we swooped right in and we got him. <laughs> well, taking advantage, that is the name of the game. Now we go to Team Fist Bump. You've got pick number five. Who are you going with in the first round? Listen, I had Tom Brady up there in the top five. I had David Ortiz up there. Uh, who else went off the board? You know, I had a bunch of those up there, but I think we're all forgetting the biggest winner of all time. So, you know, I'm taking the champion of all time, not the Bruins. It could be surprising here, but I'm taking Bill Russell. Oh, oh and he's got the little cap to go with it. Bill Russell, the 11 time champion, and he's got the finals MVP named after him. So I do like that pick as the overall I like I like how you describe it as he's the biggest winner of all time. So I like I like the description on that one. So Bill Russell goes to team fist bump and now we go to team uh I forgot to mention team just rolled it. That's Hannah Moran. You have the first last pick of the first round and the second pick of round 2. Let's start with your first round pick at number 6. All right. So for my first round pick um, we've heard from pretty much every major sports franchise in Boston, except the Bruins. So my first pick will be a Boston Bruin, and that Boston Bruin is Zdeno Chara. I'm picking Zdeno Chara. Big Z. Why not? Big, Big Z, who is the 2011 Stanley Cup champion, six-time All-Star, and a former Norris Trophy winner. So we've got all four represented here in the first round. Well done by everybody. And now we'll start with round two. And we go right back to team just rolled it. Hannah, your clock starts for your first pick of the second round. All right. Rolling right along. See what I did there. I'm going to draft Xander Bogarts as my next pick. Xander Bogarts. He's just not appreciated enough. No matter how much we appreciate him. We don't appreciate him enough. You so are he's right. Going to be appreciated There's on a lot team. of contract talks. Hopefully he stays with that Red Sox team. But Xander Bogart's two-time World Series champion with the Red Sox. He goes to team just roll with it. Now we go back to team fist bump. Nick, you've got the, your second pick and the second overall in the second round. Shout out to Hannah. Great, great picks there for uh, Chara. Got to love the captain. And Bogart, who actually had a home run tonight, if you can see uh, in the reflection of my mirror, got the socked <laughs> up there. Currently winning 5-1, to one, surprising this year. We're going wow. we're gonna to tra- trade out the caps. Stick with the garden, though. We're going to stick with the garden theme. And we'll, st- we'll go back to the Bruins, just like Hannah did. Uh, with the second pick in the second round, Team Fistbump is going to select probably the greatest Bruin of all time. No offense, Hannah. Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr makes... It number two for Team Fist Bump, two-time Stanley Cup champion. He's won the Norris Trophy eight consecutive times and is a Hall of Famer in the NHL. So Bobby Orr heads to Nick Cavana and Team Fist Bump. Now we're going to go back to Karen Emmy, your second overall selection and the third pick overall in the draft. Dang it, Nick. We were just going to pick Bobby Orr, but we're going the Celtics route and we're picking Larry Bird. Ooh, Larry Bird gets selected. What was All that right. just, was that completely instinctual or did you guys have a plan of if Nick took a Bruin off the board? Um, a little bit of both. We, um, Larry was our first Celtic that we wanted. So it was a win-win situation, and- I guess. So far, David Ortiz and Larry Bird makes up Care and Emmy's team. And now we go back to Ben May. 
as he has his second overall selection. I'm feeling good about this one. It's time to pick someone with power. I'm picking Mr. President. I'm picking Cam Neely. Cam Neely from the Bruins. Inter- interesting. Why Cam Neely in your eyes? Um, because I am the least comfortable with Bruins lore, and I am really good at using the internet as a resource. <laughs> so that pick was just pure research. Listen, I mean, like, I, 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 I want to consider myself to be a historian of the game. I think Cam Neely brought a lot to uh, the 80s. I'm looking at Nicholas. I'm just making sure that right here and making sure and um and like he's. I mean, I also want to base this draft a little bit off of like not only like Boston sports athletes, but people who stayed true to the city of Boston. Love our goats, but sometimes they leave us. So somebody, so somebody like Jules, who was only on one team, Cam Neely, president of the Bruins. That loyalty is important when building a team. All right. And speaking of goats, we go back to Tim, who we'll see if this pick is involved in his goat strategy. Tim, we're going where every single one of my picks is going for the goat strategy. Uh, G stands for greatness. O stands for opportunity. I am a guy who wants to be positive about the future of Boston sports. So my second pick is going to go for someone who has not only proved his worth as a Boston athlete, but who will prove his worth in the future. I'm picking Boston Celtics star Jason Tatum with my second pick. Jason Tatum, three-time All-Star, currently in the Eastern Conference Finals for the fourth time, I should say third time in his career. And future MVP, all right? Let's let's remember that. All right, everyone mark it down, Jason Tatum. So Tim's got a Red Sox, he's got a Celtic, and now we go back to Team Sullivan, who's got the last pick of round two and the first pick of round three. Julian Pack, go ahead. Yeah, Joe, um, do you know off the top of your head who the um, scored the most points in the NFL? Uh, scored the most points. Uh, I would assume it's a kicker. Yeah, that's a good start. So we're going to take Adam Vinatieri for our pick. All right, Adam Vinatieri from the Patriots. So Team Sullivan has already locked up their Patriots side of things. They got Tom Brady, and now they got Adam Vinatieri who made two, I should say three clutch kicks if you include that snow game against the Raiders. Um, so the Pat, the Pats are all locked up for team Sullivan, which means they got to go off the board somewhere right now. They've already got that requirement, but let's see what team Sullivan does in round three. Pat and Julie, you got the first overall pick. Yeah. So obviously we were very sad to see Ray, um, I'm sorry, Bobby Orr, uh, go off the board. Uh, but we also think that there's a very, very good defenseman still available right now. So with that, we are going to take Raymond Bork. Going Ray Bork adds on to Team Sullivan. We're happy with the selection, and we're even happier to see Emmy react. She she honestly wears her emotions <laughs> on her sleeve. So yeah, tip the hat down because em- Emmy, you can respond to that if you'd like. Mm-hmm. You can respond to Team Sullivan's pick. Pretty good pick. I don't. Th- I think Adam Vinatieri went way too high though. <laughs> oh okay <laughs> the trash talking still no, with team sullivan and, and karen emmy well let's go back to tim now he's got his third overall pick and the second pick of round two tim what do you got 
third pick uh, for myself going with the GOAT strategy again. G stands for greatness. O stands for opportunity. A stands for aggressiveness. It's not necessarily you have to put up the best stats or be the best player in order to be the best uh, you know, representation of Boston sports. So with my third pick, I'm going with uh, Patriot Teddy Bruschi, baby. Ooh. That's who I'm going for. Teddy Bruschi and applaud there from Team Sullivan. You guys like that pick? I'm assuming Team Sullivan does like that pick. <laughs> yeah, I was I was showing a brewski. Bad pun. All right. <laughs> of course, there is that scene in Ted where they're like, uh, Teddy Brewski, possibly. So I, is that probably what you were thinking? Charlie Bukowski's. <laughs> All right. So Tim goes Teddy Brewski from the Patriots. And we go back to Ben May, who's got the third overall pick of round three. I am more stressed out than I expected to be during this uh, opportunity. I'm just staring at the spreadsheet right now. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised that the person I'm about to pick has not gone off the board just yet. So I am going to take the proverbial football. I am going to do a little dance and I am going to throw it directly into the turf. And with my pick in the third round, I'm going Rob Gronkowski. Oh, the Gronk. Three-time Super Bowl champion. He's got a multitude of tight end records. Rob Gronkowski goes to Ben May. And now we go back to Care and Emmy, who have got the fourth overall pick in round three and the third overall selection for their team. Go ahead, Care and Emmy. We are switching gears to the Bruins, and we are picking Patrice Bergeron. <laughs> Patrice Bergeron, many are wondering if he will stay a Bruin or not, but he is a champion from that 2011 team, and he is fourth all-time on the team in goals and a bunch of other statistical categories. So, so far, Karen. No, go ahead. What were you going to say? I'm just agreeing with you. (laughs) So you have spread the board very well. You got a Red Sox, a Celtic, and a Bruin on your roster. We'll have to wait until round four to see if you fill out that trio. Let's go back to Team Fist Bump. Nick has been going with the cap strategy. We'll see if he shifts out his hat for this one. Who was your third pick? You know, this might be an illegal pick. You're going to have to clarify it for me, Joe. Um, but I will switch out the cap. And I'm going to go for it. You can tell me if it's illegal, but also one of the greatest winners of all time. Maybe not defined as an athlete, but uh, Bill Belichick. Can we go with Bill Belichick as a great athlete in Boston sports? Does that count? No. <laughs> I can switch picks. <laughs> Uh, am I let's, break, let's, am I let's, breaking the rule? We'll get it. We'll oh, get a consensus. Good. Everyone, like I'll, I'll allow it. Okay, then we will go. <laughs> we right, will say Bill. All right, okay. Bill Belichick representing the New England Patriots. Of course, everyone knows. So I didn't think we'd have to go for a mid-rule change. I thought everything was fairly clear. But hey, I'll take it. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Listen, that we are a flexible league, unlike every every other league out there. We are very, very flexible around here. <laughs> we we have a democracy around here. As now we go to the last pick of round three. Except for trading draft picks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that could be discussed in in future drafts. Uh, let, let's go back to let's go back to Hannah with and team just roll with it. Hannah, you got back to back picks here. Let's start with your third round selection. Yeah, well, I've got to admit, Joe, my strategy was really negatively impacted by the picks in this round but it's fine i'm fine it's fine we're fine (laughs) um 
So for my next pick, I am going to choose a Patriot. Going to go over to Gillette Stadium. And I'm picking someone who... Ten seconds. Might not have, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> for my pick, I'm picking Troy Brown. Troy Brown! Troy Brown. Brown. Oh, that's that's well-liked around here. Tim, you had the immediate reaction. What do you think of Troy Brown? I like Troy Brown. I like Troy Brown. He caught yeah. uh, he caught the football and then he he and then he ran and he sometimes he got in the end zone. I don't Indeed. know, man. Indeed. <laughs> what more could you want? Yeah, come yeah. on. Exactly. Exactly my point then. That is some thorough analysts from these general managers right here. And and we go back to you now with the first selection of round four. Okay. Well, I've got a Bruin. I've got a Red Sox. I've got a Patriot. It only makes sense that my next step is to go for the Celtics. And from the Celtics, I am selecting Paul Pierce. The truth. Paul Pierce, finals MVP in 2008 and a 10-time All-Star for that Celtic team. So Hannah's got her four players, Zdeno Chara, Xander Bogarts, Paul Pierce, and Troy Brown. And now we go back to Nick Cavana. Fourth overall pick here for Team Fist Bump. What do you got? All right. Not looking to break any rules in this round or might get suspended <laughs> the next round. <laughs> might lose a draft pick over there. But I will switch the hats again. And, you know, I was, I was going between a couple different people on the Red Sox here. Uh, but I'm going to go with one of the greats, uh, Carl Yastrzemski. Carl Yastrzemski goes to Team Fist Bump. Hall of Famer. He's got the team record in hits and RBIs. So, Nick, just like Karen Emmy are covering is covering his grounds, I should say. As speaking of Karen Emmy, let's go to them for their fourth overall pick. Go ahead, Karen Emmy. We're going to the Pats and we're picking Wes Welker. Wes Welker. All right. Guy who revolutionized the slot receiver position. And of course, a Maybe. former what's the matter pat oh i just had a sour taste in my mouth we had him on you know seventh eighth round i'm sorry keep going though (laughs) whatever sullivan (laughs) uh this has become a theme here the two teams with two players going back and forth at each other um i'm curious to see how our single general managers feel about that but We'll set it, set that aside and All go back. All I know to- is that one of the teams of two stole David Ortiz from me, so I'm just not going to say anything after that. <laughs> hey, man, I, I, and I don't, you don't need to call me up for being single. That's not that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, completely different road. But let's let's just go to Ben May before we get on a slippery slope here. Yeah. Ben, you've got your fourth overall pick. What do you got? I'm going to take someone from the Red Sox. Give me. How long of a pause can I make before it gets awkward? <laughs> you got 20 give seconds. Me, give me Manny Ramirez. Mm. Manny, Manny Ramirez. Two-time World Series champion with the Red Sox. So we got two Patriots, a Bruin, and a Red Sox on Ben May's team. Now we'll go back to Tim. Tim Bridge, fourth overall pick and the fifth pick of round four. Oh, yeah, Joe, we've been going with the GOAT strategy. G stands for greatness. O stands for opportunity. A stands for aggressiveness. Do you know what the T stands for? The T stands for Tim doesn't watch hockey. So (laughs) I have a... (laughs) 
I have in front of me uh, from The Grueling Truth, the best Boston uh, Bruins of all time. And number two, it says Phil Esposito. So I'm going to go with Phil Esposito. Hey, that is a good pick right there. Second in team goals, third in points overall, a 10-time all-star and a two-time Stanley Cup champion, Phil and Esposito. And I'm learning about this for the first time right now. <laughs> oh, I'm curious to see how you fill out that other Bruins slot then, essentially. If I'm yes. just going to keep scrolling down. That's <laughs> All right. As now, let's go back to Team Sullivan, who's going to wrap up round four and start round five. Julian, Pat, we go back to you. Who's your fourth overall pick? <laughs> From the Boston Celtics, we are going to take – Kevin Garnett. KG just got his number retired a few months ago. And Pat, we were there to uh, see it. Was seeing him in person help you out with that pick? Yes. And for the uh, individuals on the call, it was awesome because Joey got us those tickets for what, Christmas? That yes. was an awesome gift. And it was pretty cool seeing the rafter go up and uh, KG speak for a little bit. So it was a, a tough loss to the Dallas Mavericks, but great experience overall so thanks joe you're welcome all it we're talking months later and it's still an incredible thing to to discuss so that wraps up round four let's go into round five now and we go we stick with team sullivan i should say with the first overall pick of round five yeah so this was tough you know we obviously right now i I think we don't have a a red sox player on our roster right now Not so yet. i think we're looking at a few there's some good options out there but you know when i think of players dominating and being iconic pedro martinez moves the needle so we're gonna go with pedro pedro martinez former cy young award winner has a 20 strikeout game and who can forget his performance in the 1999 all-star game when he struck out pretty much every single batter he came into contact with. So Pedro goes to team Sullivan. And now we go back to Tim with his fifth overall pick. He's already got the goat strategy out of there. So is this just a repeat cycle? How, how are you going to make this pick right here? Oh yeah. I'm just going to go random here. Uh, that was, I, I did that as a joke and the joke is over. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I think that this player uh, represents a lot of what's great about Boston. A point was made earlier about staying in the organization and really being what fans can glom onto. So with my second pick, I'm going with Boston Celtics. Great. The late, great Tommy Heinsohn. Oh, that's that's a great pick right there. Great player, coach, and broadcaster, former champion, Tommy the Hawk Heinsohn goes number five. So that that one hits the feels right there, the late great Tommy Heinsohn. Back to Ben. You've got your fifth overall pick, third pick of round five. Who you got? I'm I'm shocked I haven't taken a Celtic yet, but I'm about to right now. I know, Celtic is like your primary guy. Well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of depth on, on, on the Celtics. I'm not going to lie. Uh, 17 titles will do that to you. Give me um, every, every superstar needs a co-star. So give me the co-star of the 80s. Give me Kevin McHale. Kevin McHale. Kevin McHale. Former sixth man of the year, two times sixth man of the year, I should say, and made up the nucleus of that big three and two of the big three are off the board kevin McHale and larry bird who is on care and emmy's team as we go back to them with their fifth overall pick we are heading over to the red sox and we are picking former mvp 
Dustin Pedroia. <laughs> Dustin Pedroia. And I can see, I see the expression of Hannah. It looks like she wanted Dustin. Did you want him? No, I'm just, I know exactly who I want. And it's going to be a red sock. And if anyone takes him before me, I might walk away from the laptop because I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dustin Pedroia, as Kara said, a former MVP and a multiple-time Gold Glove winner and a multiple-time All-Star. So let's see if Nick decides to steal that Red Sox from you, Hannah, as he's got his fifth overall pick. Go ahead. Nick, Nick don't. You know, Tim Bridge decided he's going to take Tommy Heinsohn. I might have had to walk away for a hot minute there. I went into a straight panic, but I am going to pick a Red Sox. I'm going to stay with the Red Sox hat. And hopefully it's not your Red Sox, Hannah, but I'm going to go with the current co-worker of mine, an analyst on uh, the pregame and postgame over there at Nesson, uh, Jim Rice. Jim Rice. It's a good selection right there. And you didn't even have to change caps for that one. You didn't have to change caps. So Nick has his two Red Sox. Of course, he can pick a third if he likes. He's just got to meet all the requirements. Now we go to team roll with it. Just roll with it, I should say. Yeah, I want to clarify that. And you've got the last pick of round five and the first pick of round six. All right, so for my last pick of round five, I'm honestly shocked that this player has not gone yet, but I've got to pick the man whose initials are literally MLB, Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts, former world champion and MVP. And I know, Karen, Emmy, on your side of things, you were very distraught to see him go. So sad, so sad. It was a good good pick, Anna, good pick. Thank you. I am <laughs> We'll stay with you, Hannah, with your sixth overall pick and the first pick of round six. All right. For my sixth overall pick, I'm going to the Celtics. And I had a similar strategy that Tim has with the Bruins, where I literally just Googled greatest Celtics players of all time and nice. just made a big list. So for my sixth round pick, I am going to go with, I do not know how to pronounce this man's name, Bob Cousy. Bob Cousy. Bob Cousy. Bob Cousy. <laughs> former, former MVP, part of that great run in the 50s and 60s, teaming up there with uh, Bill Russell at center. So Bob Cousy makes his way over the team. Just roll with it. As we head back to Nick. Nick Cavana, team fist bump. Six overall pick. Who you got? I'm going to switch out the hats, and I'm, I'm going to stick on the Celtics train here. And uh, what the great team is back in the day. And I'm going to go John Havlicek. Hondo. John Havlicek. Of course, the infamous Havlicek stole the ball play. Eight-time NBA champion. 13-time All-Star and a Hall of Famer. Johnny Hondo. We'll head back now after that pick to Karen Emmy. Karen Emmy, you've got your sixth overall pick and the third pick of round six. We are picking Tim Thomas from the Bruins. Tim Thomas. I thought you were going to say, <laughs> I think Tim likes it because it's a. It's Tim a Bridge. I've Tim Bridge. Pick me next time. <laughs> <laughs> I, we're talking athletes here, so. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, man. Sitting in the shade. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> see that's why i can make that joke that's back to cool. ben ben we're going back to you for your six overall pick continuing round six go ahead i'm glad that we live in a world where technology has a mute button because the obscenities that <laughs> i uh shouted with 
uh, Kuzi and Havlicek going back to back were um, were maybe distraught on levels that uh, shouldn't really be a thing uh, during this draft. Uh, I'm going to stick with my 80 Celtics out of pure panic of uh, my me jinxing myself with five death. seconds. Robert Parrish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really the first time we've had the shot, uh, the timer really come into effect. But Robert Parrish, it sounded like that was your pick overall. So no, no really need to panic on that timer, Ben, did you? As now let's go back to Tim. Tim Bridge with your sixth overall pick. Who you got? All right. Feeling good. Feeling great. Uh, I am loving defense right now. I love defense. I love intensity. And I also love a big, strong, fat guy. So I am going to go with Vince Wilfork of the New England Patriots. Vince Wilfork, the newest Patriots Hall of Famer, multiple-time Super Bowl champion. Vince Wilfork makes his way over to Tim Bridge. As now we go back. The team Sullivan, Julie, and Pat, you guys are on the clock with the last pick of round six. Doesn't matter, you just make the pick. <laughs> <laughs> a little uh, there's a, there's in the some draft room here. Oh. We're a little bit split, but I, I think, you know, a lot of good Red Sox on the board. So I think we're going to go over to Fenway and select a man that has a pole named after him. And that would be one Carlton Fisk. Carlton Fisk, 11-time All-Star, Hall of Famer, and a three-time Silver Slugger. Sounded like (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and how was he? Was he a good man? Yes, he signed my hat. He was very nice. (laughs) I believe he signed my shirt at Winter Weekend. There you go. (laughs) Carlton Fisk is quite, he's got quite the personality out there meeting all these people. As signed well, anything of mine, I just want to throw that out there. So I don't know about him being a nice guy. <laughs> Let's move on to round seven. Here we go back to Team Sullivan, who looks like they've got some discussions going on. Is there? There might be another turmoil going on in this pick. The draft room is chaos right now. We have <laughs> food in the kitchen that is overflowing. Yeah. All right. So I think we're going to go back to the Bruins and select a Terry O'Reilly. Terry O'Reilly making his way over to Team Sullivan. So we've got two Pats, two Bruins, and two Red Sox over for Team Sullivan. Just mark that down real quick as we go back to Tim. Tim Bridge with pick number seven in your draft. Yeah, I'm going to go to Fenway Park as well, and I'm going to go way, 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 way back uh, to the Boston Red Sox who has – defined a generation of pitchers uh, by being what the award at the end of the year is named after. I am picking former Boston Red Sox, Cy Young. Cy Young makes his way over to Tim Bridge. And as he said, there's an award named after him. (laughs) That seems like the easiest pick out there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So Tim has got his two Red Sox on the board. We go back to Ben. Ben May with pick number seven. Life's hard when you want to pick some Boston Red Sox people that uh, have betrayed your your organization and go down to where the New York Yankees exist. I know I cannot say such a thing on a Boston sports <laughs> podcast, but here we are. Um, Seven seconds. I am I am taking 
I'm taking Wade Boggs, actually. I'm not taking Babe Ruth. Oh, Wade Boggs makes his way. There were a lot of guys, honestly. <laughs> I was thinking a lot who went from Red Sox to Yankees, but Wade Boggs is the guy. Guy who's got his number retired by the Red Sox. No one's going to wear like, I was like, he's not going to pick Johnny Damon, is he? <laughs> I thought it was Clemens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was a little in between, I think, red for Clemens, though. He went to Houston before he made the jump. Um, but we'll see if those players still are out there as we go back to Karen Emmy with their seventh overall selection. Got it. He's second all time in three point scoring. Ray Allen from the Celtics. Ray Allen, instrumental in that 08 championship team and second yeah. overall, as they said, in three point shooting in league history. Ray Allen makes his way over to Care and Emmy. So we go back to team fist bump, Bill Russell, Bobby Orr, Bill Belichick, Carl Yastrzemski, Jim Rice, John Havlicek, and... You know, it's getting a little harder as we get deeper into these rounds, going through my list and trying to make some calls and make some trades. But, uh, you know, I feel like th this is a good pick because the Red Sox may not be here. If it wasn't for this man, he won the deciding games in the ALDS, the ALCS, and the World Series in 2004. I'm going to go with Derek Lowe. Ooh, Derek Lowe. He's got a no-hitter on his resume. Tim applying along. You'd like that pick. Derek Lowe. So that is another Red Sox off the board. As we move on now to Hannah, team just roll with it. So you got the first pick of round uh, eight, but let's start with the last pick of round seven. All right. For the last pick of round seven, I am going to go back to Gillette Stadium. I'm going to go back to the New England Patriots, and I'm going to select Randy Moss. Ooh, Randy Moss. He's got the career. He's the career leader in reception touchdowns. He did that in 07 with the Pats. Randy Moss he did. Randy on Moss. his way to just roll with it. As now, Hannah, let's stick with you and move on to round eight. First selection of the round. All right, first selection of round eight. Uh, this might stir up a little controversy. It probably won't stir up any controversy, but um, this is, I believe, my last requirement that I have to fill. All you need Just, is, a, is a Bruin, and then you'll be all set to pick wherever. Well, lucky for me, I'm selecting a Bruin. I am selecting Jake DeBrusque, who Ooh. is an incredible talent, low-key does not want to be a Boston Bruin, but they keep <laughs> making him stay. So he gets to come and play with the Just Roll with it now. Hey, he's a Bruin for now, and we'll just keep that until uh, the jury says so. So Jake DeBrusque makes his way over to team Just Roll with it. Let's head back to Nick Cavana. Nick, you've got three Red Sox on the board, a Bruin, two Celtics, and a Patriot. Where are you going in round eight? I'm, I'm going to go to New England. I'll go grab my Patriots hat over here. And this, this could be a surprising pick for a lot of people um, because he was before the GOAT, uh, but still a great quarterback, a man that stuck in there when he could have torn the whole place down. Uh, Drew Bledsoe, great guy, and a big reason the Patriots stayed in New England uh, along with Robert Kraft. Drew Bledsoe, he does have a Super Bowl appearance on his resume as a starter. Drew Bledsoe makes his way over to team fist bump back to Karen Emmy in the eighth round. This is pick number three in the round and for overall number eight. 
We are rounding out our picks with Ty Law. Ty Ooh, Law. Damn it. Oh, <laughs> looks like that was a pick stolen there. Ty Law, the team leader in career interceptions and a three-time Super Bowl champion. Ty Law makes his way to Karen Emmy. Well, Tim, the good news for you is that you do get a breather because it is Ben May's pick, so you get a chance to regroup yourself. Ben, this is your eighth overall pick. Where are you going? To round out my obligations, I am going to take Surprise, this, this guy's still on the board as well. I am taking Tuka Rask. Tuka Rask. He's got a career leader in goals. I should say as a goalie to get the team leader in saves and goals allowed. Tuka Rask makes his way. And as Ben said, he filled out his requirements. So let's go back to Tim. Tim Bridge, let's see if he's gathered himself after it looks uh, like Karen just... stole his pick. It's all right. You know, I forgive him. It's, you know, whatever. Uh, I'm going to do the obligation thing again, too. I, I scrolled down and I found someone named Eddie Shore, but I don't want to pick him because it looks like his footage for, is from like 1890. So I'm going to go with a name that I've seen before and recognize. I'm picking Gary Cheevers, uh, uh, goalie of the Bruins in the 1970s. Gary Cheevers, that's the third goaltender from the Bruins selected so far. We've had Tim Thomas, Tuka Rask, and now Gary Cheevers off of the Bruins. Let's go back to Team Sullivan. Julie and Pat rounding out round eight. Looks like here all you need is a Celtic and your requirements will be completed, but you may choose whoever you like. Yeah, our, our ears kind of got pinned back a little bit when we heard Bill Belichick go off the board because, again, I think the contributions athlete, you know, it's just recognizable, right? So with the Celtics, I think people are sleeping on Red Auerbach, nine-time champion as a coach and then seven-time as an executive, and he's pretty good. So I think we'll take Red Auerbach with that pick, please. Red Auerbach, multiple, multiple champions with the Boston Celtics. So it looks like, just going through real quick, looks like everyone, uh, aside from Nick, I should say, has their requirements. But no panic, Nick. You still have time. You've got two more picks here to make as we will stick with Team Sullivan, who starts off free reigns. Everyone's got, as I said, beside Nick, has filled out their requirements. So let's see where they go in round nine. Go ahead, Julie and Pat. Yeah, so what we honestly we're, we're following closely with Carolina and Emmy because, you know, as Red Sox fans, you know, they just seem to be dropping the ball with some of the picks here. So, you know, I think a few things fell into our lap. So we are going what? to go with a shortstop named Nomar Garcia Para. You jerk. Oh. <laughs> Nomar Garcia. You want to hear what our pitch was for him? What was your pitch? It doesn't matter, Joe. Do we have to hear it? Well, listen, I think it's kind of funny. It was It's M's one of her like all-time favorite players, and it was my first Red Sox t-shirt, and it was pink. (laughs) And Julie, you remember that, obviously. I I guess. Yeah, because she stole it. (laughs) I didn't. All right, so outside of the family drama, we're going to take Nomar. All right, Nomar (laughs) Garcia-Para, which seems to favor... Team Sullivan with their reactions. And it looks like Karen and Emmy are scrambling, but they got some picks in between. And we go to Tim to start off. Uh, no, I, no I, 
Yeah, I think that's a great pick. I think I love picking the guy that they uh, traded and then won their first World Series in 86 years. That's the right pick. That's the, that's <laughs> oh, the smart thing to goodness. do. I'm going to go with uh, Boston Red Sox as well, but this guy actually won some championships, and he has caught a Major League Baseball record for no-hitters. I am picking Jason Veritek. Oh, Jason Veritek, another one of Caroline's favorite players, I do remember. Anybody can catch the ball, Tim. Oh, geez. (laughs) Can anybody shove their glove into A-Rod's face? I didn't think so. (laughs) Jason Veritek. Oh, it looks like Tim is getting involved here on the trash talk between Team Sullivan and Karen Emmy. Uh, That is definitely, I want to stick around for that one. Um, Ben May, we go back to you with your ninth overall selection here. Who are you picking in round nine? It feels great to just have fun with this now that I've met all the obligations. Um, I'm going to continue with my theme of Celtics players who were maybe not the superstar of the team, but were great co-stars and contributed a lot. Uh, we, It's number 24, as everyone has seen on the Celtics jerseys this season, Sam Jones. The late, great Sam Jones. Very instrumental in multiple championship runs with the Boston Celtics. So Sam Jones on the roster of Ben May. Now we go back to Karen Emmy, who have we have been hearing a lot vocally, them and Team Sullivan going against Tim Bridge. Let's just see where they go on the pick for round nine. I was very passionate about Nomar, so my apologies. But we are shocked that Sullivan's getting up. Um, (laughs) We are shocked that this player is still around, but we are taking Bruins' Brad Marchand. Brad Marchand, former champion on that 2011 team. Multiple all-star appearances. Brad Marchand on the roster. I have something to say. I I didn't pick Brad Marchand because he wasn't on any of those lists. It's a great (laughs) pick. (laughs) I think you got no, he was on the list I looked at, so I don't know what your list you were looking at. Wow. He's, a, he's a heart player. Don't wait. Wasn't he for Tim doesn't watch hockey? Yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I cannot wait for all this post-draft talk. <laughs> but let's finish out the draft, though. Nick, we go back to you with your ninth overall pick for Team Fistball. So I do still have an obligation. It is to, uh, you know, the team that we would think I would have filled first, the Boston Bruins. I do love Brad Marchand as a pick, and I like, uh, the you know, the hard-fighting Boston Nose players of the day, but I'm going to go with a uh, different way with the Bruins. I'm going to take the first African American hockey player to break the color barrier in the NHL, Willie O'Ree. Willie O'Ree, I like that one. Who just had his number retired this past season, Willie O'Ree. So Nick, you have got all your applicant uh, requirements filled out. So now let's wrap up round nine with Hannah. You got your last two picks here to end round nine and start round 10. What is your first selection though? All right. For my first selection, um, this is a tough one. I know what I'm going to have my last pick as. You know what? For the last pick of round nine, I am going to go back to the Patriots. I know, shocking. But I am going to pick clock killing Corey Dillon for my second to last one. Corey Dillon. Champion, champion on that 2004-2005 team with the Patriots. Corey Dillon makes his way on the team, just roll with it. And now 
Time to begin the final round of the Boston Athletes Draft. Hannah, you're going to kick us off once again. Team, just roll with it. Who is the last player that you are going to draft? Well, Joe, I think that you know who the last player I'm going to draft is. I'm going to go back to the Red Sox. I'm going to go to my favorite Red Sox of all time, our dearly departed Andrew Benintendi. He is my last pick. Andrew Benintendi. And let's just be clear, it's because of the hair, right? It's because of a lot of things, but yes, mostly about the hair. <laughs> Andrew Benintendi, who was a part of that 2018 championship team, now with the Kansas City Royals. So Hannah's draft is done as she's got all her 10 players. As now, let's go back to Nick. Nick's going to round out his team with his final selection. Go ahead. So the pick is in with the 199th pick actually 56th pick in this draft, but <laughs> couldn't, couldn't leave him out. You know, we got all the teams. No, no one likes this team in new England. It's, it's sad, but uh, I'm going to take Matt Reese goaltender for the new England revolution. Oh, going off the board for the revolution, Matt Reese on team fist bump first soccer player chosen. So make a little note of that, that the new England revolution are represented in this draft. Of course, you can't leave them out. Let's go to Karen Emmy with their last pick. Who you got? All right. We are going back to our favorite team. Okay. Oh. <laughs> That's, That's rude. Very rude. I'll just enjoy my wine, Julie. Um, our favorite team. We're going to be there tomorrow. We're going bloody sock, Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling, who many are saying should be in the Hall of Fame, multiple times Cy Young Award winner and part of two championship teams for the Boston Red Sox. And of course, yeah, the bloody sock game, as Care uh, pointed out. Emmy, do you like your team? We haven't really heard a lot from Emmy. What do you what do you like about your draft right She's now? She's been the behind the scenes. She's done a lot. <laughs> I've been even in the war room, I've let Caroline do that on camera now. All right. Um, but I think we have a solid, solid team. All right. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll get into some post-draft talk in just a little bit, but I just <laughs> want to make sure Emmy is still there. <laughs> ben, we go to you to round out your team with your 10th and final pick. With my unintentional theme of Patriots uh, offensive weapons of the 2010s, I am rounding out my draft with the hero of Super Bowl 51, James White. James White, two-time Super Bowl champion, as you said, the hero with those three touchdowns. James White makes his way over to Ben May. As now we make our way back to Tim with the 59th, the penultimate pick here of this draft. Tim, who is your final selection? Sure. Uh, I, 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 uh, this has been great, by the way. Uh, I, I wanted to pick I, another unintentional uh, pattern is that I have picked uh, Patriots defenseman uh, from the 2000s. I am going to still go with Patriots defenseman, but I'm going to, I'm going to hop it back to the 1980s and I'm going to pick Mr. Andre Tippett. Ooh, Andre Tippett, the team leader in sacks, a hall of famer and a five-time pro bowler. Andre Tippett makes his way over to Tim bridge. As now let's wrap up this draft. The final pick, the 60th pick, goes to Team Sullivan. Pat and Julie. Thanks, Thanks as, Joe. As and, Karen um, Emmy uh, cover their screen. 
go ahead and make your best to the group. So, but it's hard to follow up a Patriots defenseman. I didn't know they had defensemen in (laughs) football, but we'll bounce off of that. So I was honestly thinking you could go boxing or something, maybe Marvin Hagler, Rocky Marciano, but here's the thing, Joe, I'm not in charge. 10 seconds. Julie came in with a great pick. We're going to take Olympic figure skater, Nancy Kerrigan. Oh, a Boston native, Nancy Kerrigan. So I like, I like that going off the grid. That's a, I, I like seeing that. So Nancy need Kerrigan. a little bit of lady representation in the draft. Ladies, of course. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, they were, yeah they were picked last. <laughs> <laughs> At least they were picked. <laughs> All right. So that wraps it up here. The Boston fantasy draft is complete. Well done. I will say to all our six teams and general managers. Now it is time for everyone watching and listening to cast their votes. How do you do it? Head over to any of our social media pages on Instagram. Just search at let me speak underscore official. You can search on Facebook, let me speak podcast, or you can head over to Twitter and search at let me speak underscore pod. From there, you can find the link to vote on your favorite team who's assembled the greatest athletes in the city of Boston. But we do need to have some discussion before we let the fans of this podcast vote. Guys, you guys just sell me on your team. How good is your team right now? And I'll start with Team Sullivan. Just looking at your roster, Tom Brady, Adam Vinatieri, Kevin Garnett, just to name a few guys. Uh, Julian Pat, sell me on your team. Why is your team the best out of the others that are on this draft? Because we had three brains go into this, not just two. Two and a half. No, Joe, it was honestly a great opportunity and great platform for us. I mean, we really just saw some great talent out there and uh, took advantage of a few shortcomings from other group teams. And, you know, we're able to uh, string together a pretty good group, right? Brady, he's the quarterback. Vinatieri kicks it. Red Auerbach coaches. KG brings it down. Who else did we have, Joe? We had Ray Bork. Ray Bork, Pedro, Carlton Fisk, Terry O'Reilly, Nomar, and Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah, we're happy with our draft. All right. Julie, how about you? What he said. (laughs) Great input right there. Uh, Tim, your selection process, you started with the GOAT strategy and then you kind of went off base. But Ted Williams, Jason Tatum, Teddy Bruschi, Phil Esposito, Tommy Heinsohn, Vince Wilfork, Cy Young, Gary Cheevers, Jason Veritek, and Andre Tippett. Why do you like your team? Because I, I have compiled the, uh, the greatest athletes of all time uh, on my team, not just from Boston, but from the whole entire world. If you are doing a draft of the greatest players of all time jason veritek's gonna be on there uh (laughs) this is no brainer i've got ted williams he's gonna hit 400 and then vince wilfork's gonna sit on your faces and (laughs) game over all right (laughs) game over indeed and in and in 10 years when all of your picks are six feet under (laughs) i still got jason tatum the 14-year-old boy wonder <laughs> knocking down three-pointers, all right? Game, set, match. <laughs> so I, I'm guessing you would favor your team in actual on-court, like if they played today. I mean, I don't I don't think Jerry Cheevers is going to give me much, but or Cy Young, but... 
<laughs> yeah, because they're already six feet under. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, ben, tell me about your team. You've been, you had kind of a quiet draft process. You got Edelman, Gronk, Manny Ramirez, just to name a few. How do you like your team stacking up with everyone else? You know, I, I came into this not knowing basically everyone here, so I have no vitriolic hate or pettiness towards all of you, which is really just a great advantage because I get to just <laughs> pick people. You know, I wanted, I wanted to honor history. I wanted to honor the present, and I wanted to not get hung up on the fact that a lot of, you know, superstar players were going to go. Um, if I have any regrets, I regret that I did not draft the future of the Boston Celtics uh, Deuce Tatum, uh, I think that was a fumble <laughs> on my part and really everyone's part. Like that, that kid is going to be the best point guard that we see <laughs> in the 22nd century, uh, assuming that we have like de aging technology that keeps him alive forever. <laughs> just, just wait until we do this in 20 years. Maybe Deuce Tatum will be out there. Maybe he will be out there. Uh, Karen Emmy, your roster, Ortiz, Bird, Bergeron, Welker, just to name a few been very vocal with team Sullivan about it, but not just to team Sullivan, tell everyone about why you like your team. You know, we love our team. We think it's the strongest because we have a lot of 2000 players that are relevant to all of your listeners that they'll be able to recognize. We picked players who both tug on the heartstrings, but they're made of champions. <laughs> so we're very confident in our team. And thank you for having us. <laughs> Emmy, how about your thoughts? The button where you can play the walk-off music from like that. I actually roster. wrote that entire monologue <laughs> and uh, Caroline delivered. So I have the same thoughts. <laughs> what she said. <laughs> I'm glad to see the secondary people, Julie and Emmy, are really contributing in the uh, on-air part of things. <laughs> this whole thing. I made the list. <laughs> I'm just the on-camera. You're, you're no, the face. I'm she's the, the brain. Person. I'm the spokesperson for Team MEP Rocks. <laughs> Team MEP Rocks. <laughs> Wait until after. on the script. <laughs> <laughs> what was All right. that? Go ahead, <laughs> say it again. You can. You can... I said she will read anything that's put in front of her on the script <laughs> as a spokesperson. <laughs> I thought we were friends. All right. Well, let's just move on. Uh, Nick, Team Fistbump, tell me about your team. You, you had a different sort of presentation. You had a lot of uh, caps out there. You exchanged them back and forth. But Bill Russell, Bob Yor, Bill Belichick, just to name a few, what do you like? Yeah, you know, uh, I thought the caps would be fun, make it a little more like the draft. I didn't get to hug, you know, Roger Goodell or anything like that. But uh, and. You might think I'm a team of one, but I got Liam in my ear right here. I got the little earpiece. He's calling the calls back from North Pro. Um, I was actually shocked that uh, Bill Russell was still on the board at five. Um, you know, as I said, greatest winner of all time. And felt really good about my first first couple picks. Bill Russell, Bobby Orr, probably the greatest Bruin of all time. Bill Belichick, forget New England, greatest coach of all time. Even though I kind of stretched the rules a little bit there. But, you know, Carlos Tremsky, one of the greatest hitters of all time. I mean, just to name a few. Um, so I felt felt very strong about those first couple picks and was able to fill in the rest of the team and didn't get suspended. So that was most important. <laughs> you're on the you're on the good side with the commissioner. Don't worry. Uh, last but certainly not least, Hannah, you had the last pick of the first round, first pick of the next round, but you build a good team. Team roll with it. Just roll with it. Zidane Chara, Xander Bogart, Paul Pierce, just to name a few. Sell us on your team. 
Well, to paraphrase from another famous coach, Herb Brooks, I'm not looking for the best players for my team. I'm looking for the right ones. And I believe that the players in my roster are the right players for the just roll with it. Uh, the name comes from, you know, life is going to knock you around a little bit. The sports seasons are going to knock you around a little bit, but you've just got to roll with it. And I think that the players that I have, Zdeno Chara, Xander Bogarts, Troy Brown, Paul Pierce, I don't know what the Celtics temperaments are, but all of them are able to just kind of roll with the punches and play the game, which is what they're supposed to do. So I think that with this winning combination of talent and mental agility, they cannot fail. Oh, well, that is a very impassioned speech, I might add. A round of applause for, from everyone there for Hannah. Well done. Uh, that wraps it up from the draft board for Team Sullivan, Tim Bridge, Ben May, Caroline Braverman, and Emmy Provost, Nick Cavana, Team Fistbump, and Team Just Roll With It's Hannah Moran. I am Joe Braverman. So long, and thank you for listening to the Ultimate Boston Fantasy Draft. When I feel like this, I'm immortal.